Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, March 16th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, do you remember Matt. yesterday when we no. spoke? Nah. And I, Gone. No, I know you don't. Lost. But maybe this will refresh your memory. I said something to the effect of, I liked things where stuff doesn't happen. And obviously that's an exaggeration. Like every something, if I'm going to read something or watch something, I want and, something to happen. And a very but eloquent quote at that. I like things where stuff doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I am a professional writer. Yeah. Um, I, I based that off the fact that I had read the book, um, Daisy Jones and the Six. And it was something mm. where like, there was a lot of drama and a lot of character stuff going on in there, but there weren't any major like, Dun 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 moments or anything like that. Sure. So I last night I, I caught up on the six episodes of the ser- series that had been released to this point. They did three episodes the first week, three uh-huh. episodes the second week, two episodes this week, two episodes ne- next week to make a total of ten. So I watched episodes three through six last night, and damn it, Ashley, they made stuff happen, and it oh, made me no. very upset. <laughs> I'm not here for it. So it's like they dramatized it. it. They did it. it it's just, like obviously I knew there were going to be adaptive choices that would be different from the book obviously and the plot stuff i don't you know like moving things around and like what happened in what order and things that were cut out like i get that i'm not a problem with that but they like fundamentally erased the stuff that i liked about the book the most like removed that from the entire narrative and it bugged me a lot i mentioned it on twitter and famed uh theater photographer rebecca michelson said she agreed as well so uh, Hmm. i'm glad that i'm not the only one but i was i'm disappointed that they actually made stuff happen in this tv show I'm sorry. Yeah, that sounds really upsetting that they made a TV show with things that happen in it. I can I can sense, feel, and hear all the mocking in your voice, <laughs> but I'm gonna I will just, soldier just on nonetheless. Let it, let it slide. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to hear more of our musings about theater, pop culture, stuff may or may not happen, uh, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. Ashley, stuff definitely happened on Wednesday as we got a rush of news in a very short amount of time, actually. Let's start with the big one, especially for you. Yesterday, the upcoming Broadway revival of Merrily We Roll Along announced its Broadway intentions. It will begin performances on Tuesday, September 19th at the Hudson Theater yeah. for what is being considered a limited 18-week engagement. I'm just saying that would run it through, I believe, January 21st. I think it might go longer. Pretty rude. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, can you give me another 11 days at least for my birthday? Because oh, that you would go. be I don't, quite kind. I think they might. Yeah, I, I think, think they so might. Too. I think they might. Just Depending on schedules. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so very well could happen. Um, tickets will go on sale with first access tickets, which uh, you can sign up for on various websites and all of those things. That'll start on Thursday, March 23rd. The general public sale starts on Friday, March 24th. There will be tickets starting at $59 um, available, and a Today Takes Lottery will be available at a later date. So there will be some affordable tickets that you can get. The Hudson... I'm going to say I don't love the Hudson upstairs, so I'm assuming the no, cheap tickets aren't yeah. going to be great. So if you want good seats, I definitely would recommend splurging. The Hudson is never the cheap. The Hudson is expensive, which was my first yeah. thought. Yeah. So, and, and I don't like upstairs. I sat upstairs for, for um, what was that show called? Burn This mm. was not my favorite viewing experience. Um, so, it's yeah. very steep and feels very far away. 
Uh, and I didn't mind it. I've sat up there a few times, especially when I saw Sunday. Um, and I didn't mind yeah. it as much as you did, but I think I was probably just happy to be there anyway. <laughs> yeah. With such a limited engagement on that one, like you almost just felt cool to get in the building. Um, this is 18 weeks. This is, you know, you know, four and a half months. So there will be time for folks to get in. Uh, and I hope it people will have the opportunity to get in at a fairly reasonable price. Another bit of news that we got, which has, you know, slight Sondheim connections here, but the upcoming Broadway production of Once Upon a One More Time has announced a few more casting uh, choices, and they are phenomenal. We already talked about the fact that in the out-of-town tryout at Washington, D.C.'s Shakespeare Theater Company, the role of the stepmother had been played by Tony nominee Emily Skinner. She is now going to be part of New York, New York. So somebody is going to have to take over that role. And from what I heard out of DC, the stepmother sings the song Toxic, which is like, Ooh. I mean, such a feast for a comic actress like Emily Skinner. I think so what she do also, they do? I think she also sings Work Bitch, which Yes, does that as well. Good. I saw Ashley Hufford tweet about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. So... So, um, what do they do? They go and get, in my opinion, the foremost musical theater comedic character actress, Jennifer Samard, Work to play bitch, that role. Indeed. Yes. I mean, absolutely iconic two time Tony nominee from Company and Mean Girls and Disaster. She will be phenomenal in that, so in that excited. role. I have no yeah. doubt. The other person joining the cast is also a two-time Tony nominee. That is Adam Godley, most recently seen on Broadway in the Lehman Trilogy. Also um, was in the Sutton Foster revival of Anything Goes Mm -hmm. um, a decade plus ago. He will be playing the narrator. That role was originally played by Tony winner John Glover, who actually had to depart the out-of-town tryout due to an illness in his family. Fellow Tony winner Michael McGraw actually took over. Will not be continuing on with that. uh, but if like if you're gonna add people to a cast of a show coming to Broadway, getting two two time <laughs> yeah. Tony nominees, pretty good. They, they are joining right. the previously yeah absolutely. They are joining the previously announced stars Briga Heelan, uh, Justin Guarini, and Aisha Jackson. The performances will begin on Saturday, May 13th at the Marriott Marquis Theater with an opening night on June 22nd. Um. There were some other names involved in the out-of-town tryout uh, uh, in Washington, D.C. that I would say keep an eye on for this moving forward. We have kind of talked about the fact that Mimi Scardula, who was in it, is now currently in the Neil Diamond show. We'll see if Mm -hmm. she comes over. Raymond J. Lee, I believe, is in a show right now, too. Is he? uh, I'm not sure he's working. Yes, but but I don't remember what. Yeah, coming as well. Wonu Agawanfora played Rapunzel. Ryan Steele was one of the princes. Morgan Weed was the princess in the pea. Lauren Zacharin was the Little Mermaid. I know Lauren Zacharin just moved back to New York City from California. Uh, so maybe that has something to do with it. And I know she just went mm-hmm. and saw Mimi Scardula in uh, Beautiful Noise. So I don't know if that means she's coming with her or whatever. But definitely some fun Broadway names that could be joining the production in the very near future. I remembered uh, what Raymond J. Lee is in and another Sondheim connection, uh, Sweeney. Oh, he's in Sweeney. Okay, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. that makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. So probably not leaving Sweeney uh, so quickly since these per- performances start in May. God, no. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's move on to what is honestly the worst kept secret on Broadway. We have been talking about it here 
for a long time before the closing announcement was even made. But in an exclusive with Market Watch of all outlets, Andrew Lloyd Webber says that he is basically already thinking about when to bring the Phantom of the Opera wow, back to I Broadway after it closes. Here is his quote. I'm going to read this to you verbatim. The Phantom sends me notes from time to time saying he's quite in love with New York <laughs> and he might not want to be away from Broadway. Um, he goes on to talk about... I honestly about, believe that he really believes that. No, stop, stop. He says, a load of young people have come to it through social media. They are a missing generation of Phantom. So I, I don't know what that's all about. Apparently, there's a huge following for Phantom and Andrew Lloyd Webber on TikTok, which I'm unaware of, but good for them. Look, we have talked about this. This was something that we talked about before the pandemic, about them talking about yeah, closing Phantom eternally. in order to remount a a production without having to pay the estates of the original artist. Hal Prince, all the designers, um, Jillian Lee, who was the choreographer, and basically recreate that original one just cheaper and without having to pay royalties. So they've done this already with Phantom over in London. Cameron Mac McIntosh mm-hmm. uh, is not afraid of this. Uh, the really useful theater company, who is one of the main producers of the show, which is Andrew Lloyd Webber's company, not afraid to do this. Um, and they simply uh, haven't Cam- made enough money from the production to be Seriously. able to pay royalties the to these estates. Years, yeah. yeah. Uh, Difficult they, days. Uh, yeah, Cameron did this with Les Mis as well uh, when they finally mm-hmm. stopped doing the turntable and all that stuff. So this is happening. Whether it's three months or a year, I don't think it'll be more than two years at the absolute most. I'd be very um, surprised if it was that long from everything. Yeah, I've me heard. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, I would, sh- I wouldn't be surprised if it was a year. Um, yeah, because they want to take time. It, you know, it makes sense. We we've talked basically every week since it announced closing, how the grosses continue to go up for this one. Mm-hmm. So I think there's demand. And I do think um, ALW is right that it's not just because it's closing. I think that there are people who want to see it. It's a show that has always done well. And after the 19 months off for the shutdown, it's something that people are going back to, which I think is great. Yeah, totally. But like, let, let's not act like this isn't the plan. Like, this has yeah, always been I'm the plan. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the coy little, well, it's gone forever now, obviously. We'll come back in like 15, 20 years or something when we have a revival of like gypsy every four minutes. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're going mean, to bring time Phantom for one. back We're going to talk about hurry. gypsy. We're going to talk about gypsy, please. Yeah, it's coming up. I, I, I literally have a story about it here in a couple of Good. days. Nice. So, um, <laughs> Not Broadway, but still. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, this is something we all know. We all understand. This is how it works. This is how they do business. It, it makes sense financially. It sucks artistically and integrally. Totally. Uh, I mean, but yeah, that's the plot. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. The announcement will be coming at some point, whether it's, you know, in a couple of weeks, couple of months, in a year, we will have to wait. Let's see. hurry it up, at least. I'm, I'm tired of it. <laughs> I know you are. Uh, All right. So speaking of Once Upon a One More Time, that show's star, Justin Guarini, will join Tony Award winner Roger Bart of the upcoming Back to the Future musical to host uh, the upcoming 2023 Drama League Award nominations. That'll be happening on Tuesday, April 25th at 1130 a.m. They will be live streamed uh, from the New York Public Library for the Performing Arts, which I think is a very cool place to do mm-hmm. uh, a theater awards announcement. So uh, very cool about that. I can't believe we're already starting to talk about award ceremonies. Um, I can, unfortunately. Well, 
You're yeah. there. I'm not. So I know. I'm not seeing the things. Yeah, it's the the constantness of it all going on right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel bad for you, but well, uh, get over it. I mean, yeah. No, you get over it. <laughs> no, you get you over get it. it. No. Um, but it is crazy. We're gonna have a lot of these coming up. A lot of ceremonies. A lot of things where we can look at our live streams and tweet about. Oh my god, the stream's not working. And uh, forget whether it's at eight o'clock or eight thirty and all that stuff. But Could this one will be coming up. In just over a month. Speaking of Gypsy, as I mentioned earlier. Better. The Goodspeed uh, Opera House, Goodspeed Musicals, has announced the stars for its upcoming production of Gypsy, which will begin performances in East Haddam, Connecticut on April 28th. They will star Judy McLean as Madam Rose. Mm-hmm. Don't call her Mama Rose. She's never mentioned as Mama <laughs> Rose in the entire script. She is a Broadway vet who made a Broadway debut in uh, as in the original production of Chess, was in Aspects of Love, Kiss of the Spider Woman, and she did seven years in Mamma Mia, first as... Tanya and then as uh, as Donna for over three years. So she is somebody who we all love and yeah, she totally. will be joined by recent Broadway alphaba Talia Suskauer, who will mm. be playing Louise, mm-hmm. which I think is a very cool, uh, a very cool little pair of casting there. So um, this one will be directed by Jen Thompson with choreography by Patricia Wilcox and music direction by Adam Souza. So uh, if you're going to head out to East Haddam in a little over a Tempting. month and a half, it's Tempting. a very good production. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, you should really try to see as many Sondheim shows as you can right now. And Judy McLean and Talia Suskauer are you talking to me specifically? Because no, well, done. yes, but Easy. no. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, not, not at all. <laughs> I was uh, trying to see if I could make uh, signature specific overtures work for me. And probably not, but um, I do have a tab I mean, open. Yeah, you could. You very well could. Yeah, very well could. <laughs> yeah. Um, coming up tonight, uh, Thursday, March 16th, the uh, couple who I think is still grossly not Tony Award uh, recipients for all of the good work that they've done, Seth Rodetsky and James Wesley will be hosting a special third anniversary performance of Stars in the House at the Drama <sighs> Bookshop. Mm-hmm. Um what was that sigh for? It's just, just the, the third anniversary. Just the or? third anniversary oh, yeah. of all this. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, of course, was the live stream that they started doing during the pandemic when everything was shut down to raise money for various charities. I think they've done a tremendous amount of uh, of work and raised a yeah. lot of money for a lot of very good organizations. And I think that they uh, are underappreciated for whatever reason. And I think that Tony Honors should go to them. But um, they will host the event and they will have highlights from the last three years of the fundraising live stream. They will have live readings from three Broadway authors, one of whom you have heard multiple times here in the last couple of months. Rupert Holmes will be reading from his new ah. best-selling book, Murder Your Employer, The McMaster's Guide to, to Homicide, Volume 1. Do you think you he's going to mention from, you? I, I mean, if he doesn't, I think it'll be a so very Matt missed Kevin opportunity. Matt drama book He really shop. should. Yeah. He really should. If he doesn't, yeah. I'll be I'll be hurt. Um <laughs> Then uh, Brenda uh, Brenda Braxton, Tony nominee, will read from her book, The Little Black Book of Backstage Etiquette. And Seth will read from his just-released musical theater for dummies, already in its second printing, the press release points out. So if you want more information <laughs> on that, you can um, 
go there, you can like buy autographed books for the community uh, entertainment community fund. There are only 40 seats available. So make reservations ASAP. By the time you hear this, it's probably over, but um, you can also watch at stars in the house.com at seven 30 PM tonight, Thursday, March 16th. All right, let's move on to our feel-good recommendation. It is very similar to the feel-good recommendation from yesterday. It is another video from Broadway Backwards, Broadway Cares, Equity Fights, AIDS, recent um, charity benefit performances. And this one comes from Corbin Blue, and he yeah. is performing the song Mine Hair from Cabaret. Very nice, very good. He has a a, a spot of guy liner on to to lean into the whole thing. Yuck. I will also say... <laughs> Or just, I will or also just eyeliner. That's fine, too. That's true. It's probably just the same eyeliner, isn't it? Or I, I actually don't yeah. know. Is there different stuff for guys than Eyeliner than women? for I don't know. men. No, there isn't. Mm. It's just okay. tough. Is there a different application, person? No, no, no. I mean, not purposes, <laughs> but like techniques or anything. Nope. You can tell how often I uh, I think about makeup, which is as never you're, out there. But you know, powdering your face right now as we speak, I know. Well, I got I, I, right, right. P- foundation and stuff I think about all the time. It's, yeah, sure. Uh, eyeliner you gotta take the shine yeah. off the, the head. Pencils. Yeah. Well, you're telling me uh, it's a full time <laughs> job there. Um, I will also mention Corbin Blue, original star of High School Musical. Just found out that uh, my niece was cast as Sharpay in High School Musical. Ooh, the musical, the first nice. ever, the first ever musical at Celebration Middle School. So. Uh, very excited about Congratulations. that. Congratulations. Don't know what it's going to be, but I mean, I, it was all me. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Espinosa. So, obviously, yeah. Classic duo. Um, anyway, yeah, BFFs. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, I will have a video to that. A very cool number. Uh, Corbin Blue needs to be on Broadway more often. Yeah, like, I, I do he's, appreciate he's it as well. Yeah, he was great. He did a uh, Christmas in July movie for Holiday or for uh, for Hallmark last summer. He yeah, was of great in that. Um, but would like to see him on Broadway again. Last scene yes, on please. Broadway in Kiss Me Kate when he did a ton of tap dancing and he was really, really fantastic. So yeah, one of the better parts. Uh, yep, yeah. one of. Mm-hmm. It's a short list. Yeah, a very short list. Uh, <laughs> anyway. That is all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at KnowThisIsAshley. How was Wolf Play in like five seconds? Oh seconds. my God, go see Wolf Play if you have time. That's, April 2nd. That's what April I got. 2nd at MCC. Oof. Stunning. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful Thursday. And Ashley, you and Grace will be back to close out the week, right? Facts, yes. Yes.